We should acknowledge your new microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. But we're not in we're not in vision, are we? No. <laughs> but we should acknowledge the sweet sound of your voice. Okay. Should we just do it then? Yes. Three, two, one. Welcome to another majesty. We put the T in majest here. <laughs> do you like that? Do you like that intro? That uh, it's Kinsey Schofield in LA. And who am I? Christo Fufas in London. You are right down the street from Buckingham Palace. I would much rather be at your house. I am literally asleep in front of the gate every night. <laughs> You're drama. Buckingham, Buckingham Palace. I sleep under the gates. I sleep in Green Park quite often. I have actually passed out in Green Park in my life, right in... by where the uh, Queen lives. Yeah, was, yeah. It, was it was it fueled, fueled by intoxication? Is that absolutely? How you... <laughs> I actually think once when I was intoxicated, I attempted to mount one of the lions as well. Oh, big... oh no, or are they tra- or are they in Trafalgar Square? I can't remember. There are definitely lions somewhere. There was I definitely some sort of mounting. Mounting. There was there. <laughs> a mounting that took place. So yeah, I, I think. What better tribute to our late queen than <laughs> that story? What better tribute? She'd be so honoured and touched by uh-huh. such a thing. Um, now, how do I sound? You sound amazing. You got a new microphone. I love I it. I have a new microphone. and uh, We're so growing up, Christo. Echo. We're growing up. We really are, aren't we? How have you been? I'm great. I So I looked at my phone yesterday. I'm in the car yeah. with my mom and I look at my phone and I say, I really want to text Christo, but it's nine o'clock. And my mom said, is he drinking? And I said, no, I don't think he's drinking. But he has had such a wild schedule lately because you do really early mornings or sometimes you do late shows. So I said, I didn't want to disturb you. And so a few minutes later, I looked down at my phone and you had sent me a text. So I was like, yay, you're awake. I couldn't wait to tell you. I went to a doctor's office Uh talking to this guy and he says, what's your job? And I said, I'm a royal reporter. And he said, really? What do you talk about specifically? And I said, Harry and Meghan, I got a hard eye roll. And he said, you know, my wife went to school with Megan. And I said, really? Now, this is where like the journalist kicks in where you want to pounce and ask a million questions, but you're trying to play it cool. So I said, was she nice? Still trying to play it cool. And he said, no, she was not very nice. And I said, well, that disappoints me. And it really does, because no matter how much proof we're given, I'm consistently disappointed by them. I wanted Megan to be the sweet girl we rallied around at her wedding on her wedding day, her second wedding day. So he said she wasn't nice. And then I said, was well, this, was this at the little, little red school or whatever? Or do, no, do we this not know is college. School? This is college. College. Okay. And uh, because um, we, we joked, okay. we joked about, cause he said that she, I can't remember what he said. Oh my gosh. I'm going to need to call my mom, but he said something and I, Oh, about how popular she was and how she was the center of attention. And I said, no, she's not. She's always the victim. I said, remember when she tried to tell us that nobody, you know, she sat alone at lunch in high school and we found out she was the prom queen. And he said, no, in college, she was very confident, had a unique, beautiful look. Everyone assumed she was going to do something important with herself. And she really wasn't very friendly because she had an air about her that she was already, you know, on the on the, her way. Um, but the, you know, the the opinion of her in school was that she was 
beautiful, ambitious, and was going to be a success. So I thought I'm going to get more information this weekend. But I thought that that was really, well, the most convenient, (laughs) the most convenient connection ever. So she was a bit of a mean girl. That's what it sounds like. But that was some good intel because that means no matter what, and I know you're the same way because you and I both loved her at the beginning of this journey. Like, I wanted to believe that she was that sweet girl that the palace told us she was. Well, I tell you what sold me, because I didn't really know anything about her before, but it was the interview that she did with Harry. When they got their their engagement interview, I loved that interview. They were talking about the chicken and all of that stuff. Absolutely loved it. I loved it right up until when she started slagging everyone off, when they both started slagging everyone off. You know, I was on a show this week, and the topic was, um, should... Harry make up with Charles, King Charles. And, you know, the opposing panellist was, well, no, because he shouldn't have to. My view was, yes, he should throw himself on the floor, beg for his father's mercy, beg for forgiveness for everything that he's done wrong. Um, You know, pray that his family will forgive him and then sign a non-disclosure agreement. And then they can they can make up, but until that happens, absolutely not, because all they've done is is be absolutely horrible to their own family, knowing that they won't respond. Right, and you know that they can't how, respond. How different has it been with William coming to the states, Prince of Wales, seeing all of you there, and um, no high speed taxi ride, car chase there, right? No, no. It, it it does have to be hard for him to see that positive press for Harry. It has to be hard for Harry to see Prince William on the cover of all these papers. Uh, you know, people enthusiastic about a cause that that William created. I mean, we're not you're not seeing Invictus on the cover of all these magazines. I, you know, it it's not it's not this. There's not the same enthusiasm when it comes to the both men, and I think it's. It takes a lot of swag to make environmentalism sexy, Christo. It takes a lot. There, there is. It takes some charm, uh, and you're seeing these these polling numbers coming out of the state saying that he's liked by both Democrats and Republicans. That he's liked more than Biden, more than Trump. Um, there William is, is William is, and so it makes me wonder how much work is going into building Williams brand in the States behind the scenes that we don't know about, or is this all just organic enthusiasm? Well, of course, the thing that makes William so loved as well is the Royal connection. The thing that Harry has done nothing but slag off and abandon. And that's what Americans are fascinated by. They absolutely love the idea of royalty and if Harry has spilled the beans on every aspect of it thus far, and he's got nothing else to talk about, then his brand is going to start to tail off. And the Invictus Games is the best thing he's ever done, which, of course, he set up with the help with his brother and his father as well. Let's not forget that. And his his late grandmother as well, who appeared in videos and things like that for it. But that is the best thing he's ever done. But did you see that some of the... Didn't some of the players in Invictus, some of the the participants, say that they are conscious that they're being um, sort of used as 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 footballs, political footballs in Invictus? 
I haven't um, seen that. I'd have to look that oh, up. Yes, let, let me look that up. You you talk while I look that up. Hang on. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought Invictus Games was a home run for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, but I also have said uh, it it works because they're using a playbook. They're using a template that was created by the the palace's team. If they were doing this from scratch, it would fail like everything else that they'd pursue because they're so stubborn. They are oblivious to common sense. And I do think that they had a great week with Invictus Games because there was an existing template that they utilized that was perfected by the palace. I I don't I give them little to no credit over it. Uh, You know, uh, congratulations on a great week. I don't think it would have been great if you hadn't had this existing playbook on how every day should unfold and how and who should be there. Where should people sit? How should people respond? I was a little surprised, though, that Harry didn't do any press for Invictus the way he did press for it last year. Um, the, remember oh, okay, when he sat now. down with Hoda and said that, um, that he he wanted to keep he wanted to protect the queen from certain people she was around. Um, oh yes. She, he had to protect his, 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 his grandmother from the forces around her and right. the forces that she needed protecting from was her, um, was, was both of them. Uh, okay. I think it was something, I think Tom Bauer definitely said something about it, uh, saying that, um, that there was, uh, that the Invictus had been overshadowed and that they've used the whole of Invictus games to promote themselves uh, amid the fact that there was no race coverage. When I say race, I mean race. Yes. I, don't, I mean races. No, I don't mean races. What do I mean? I've got to be careful when Meghan and Harry are concerned. Always. Um, actually, running races. You know, people who yes. actually, you know... Do, competition. Using, competition races, not race, as in... Ngozi Fulani, apologies to you. Um, so not that kind of phrase. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, uh, so there was definitely coverage of how some of the competitors, just looking it up, felt also a little bit overshadowed. I don't know if I've saw, saw any current current participants say that they didn't that they weren't invested because i did feel like the current participants were invested and were and were really happy well i hope so maybe and maybe you know hands up i've got that wrong i'm sure i read it somewhere that some of them felt like there was a danger that they were going to almost be used um i can see that i can see that that's an understandable horns in the whole rift and i i wonder if it was also a reflection of the coverage because of course the coverage isn't about and tom bauer probably makes a fair point the coverage isn't about the competition the coverage is invictus is happening what's going on with the royal rift invictus and- is happening what's megan wearing which by the way that was the the fashion show that was invictus games was to me the most disturbing vulgar part of the experience because I believe it was the the Telegraph reporter who had a play by play before Megan showed up of what she was going to be wearing. I don't care what Megan's wearing to the Invictus Games. I I, I honestly don't care. It's not about Megan, and it's not about Megan's wardrobe. Well, that's 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 part of yeah. That's part of a problem with the press, though. But then also, to what extent do you think Megan was? Megan had a that? hand in that. Megan, to me, I'm saying that I believe that Megan and her team had a hand in it because this woman knew what Megan was going to be wearing before Megan even stepped foot out of the car. So that's being released to the media. Yeah, this is what Megan's wearing. Was there not a 
an occasion as well where she was leading the procession of the athletes. Oh my God. What what a bizarre video. I felt like I was watching rehearsals at Disneyland. <laughs> what was that? Why was I mean, isn't it all about the competitors in Evictus and their blave and their bravery, not Megan sort of leading them? She it was just a very bizarre display. Like you're trying to take attention away from these people that have sacrificed so much for our country. And I think that's the point. I think that is the overriding point, um, is that she became sort of this leader of the procession doing that. And I found that odd. I found that very strange. I or did. did I find that strange? Or did I just find it very up their normal street? For them. Very, very normal for them because they love that kind of stuff. They do. It is, but don't don't you wonder what the objective was there? What were they trying to display that Megan was a leader? That there's that you know she's a part of the leadership team. You, I, I really wonder what the ultimate objective was with that. But very, very bizarre video. Do you know what it reminds me of? And it's not that similar, so I don't know why it's coming to my mind. But the take yourself back to 1995. Love it. Um, there was um, our big award ceremony here in the UK is uh, for music. It's called the Brit Awards. Yeah. Uh, so it's sort of our Grammys, but it doesn't go on for three days. <laughs> and, you know, doesn't have categories for, you know, best fringing on an outfit. You know, it's, it's, like, it, it's actually quite quick. Yeah. And in 1995, uh, Michael Jackson was on the Brit Awards uh, and he sang, he sang Earth Song. And during the performance of Earth Song, he was dressed in white and he was almost, he was like this Jesus character where, like, you know, these, oh. these, these children were walking past him and he was like, you know, touching them. And, you know, it, it, it went as far, it almost went as far as, it didn't get to this, but it almost went as far as, you know, a blind child coming on stage. Michael Jackson touched that child and he could see, you know, a disabled child comes on stage and it suddenly gets up out the chair and, and walks off. And and a pop star called uh, uh, Jarvis Cocker from a, 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 an, an indie outfit called Pulp, who were very famous in the 90s, he couldn't stand it any longer because he thought it was such a god complex yeah, yeah, that yeah. he got up on stage and did a moon to the camera during the live show and then, you know, stuck two fingers up and everyone and did all of that during Michael Jackson's performance, right? Amazing. And, and it's sort of Megan sort of leading the team dressed in white in this way sort of reminded me of that moment a little bit. You know, I am sort of, you know, leading you and all your problems are solved because I am here. I think that that was probably the most cringe moment from the event. Otherwise, I... I don't really think it was on my radar very much, which is was a blessing in disguise to me. I was reading all about what Megan was wearing and how often she was getting it. Um, you know, the there were all the headlines about the PDA packed, you know, um, event. And truly, you and I come from a place of both public relations and media. We know what PDA yeah. packed event means. That means they're trying oh, to squash some rumors. Kids' talent shows were like this. Hang on, sorry. You know what I was just doing there? Uh, Can you still hear me? Yeah. Can you, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to look up. I'm going to send it to you. What We're going to do this while we're on air, babe. <laughs> I'm sending you Michael Jackson doing Earth Song at the Brit Awards. You could tell me whether I'm right to 
to make comparisons here or whether I'm whether I'm wrong. So I'm just opening WhatsApp to send you the video of this. Okay. And you can you can scan it whilst we're on air. Where are we? Hang on. I do yeah. want to hear your opinion though of whether or not you felt like the PDA packed event just got it was um was them trying to squash rumors of trouble in paradise or if you thought it was sincere um well who knows what's sincere with the two of them do you know what i mean a nine minute a nine minute michael jackson it was was 96 by the way it was a nine minute performance and if you look at it as it opens there is the earth that is spinning and the whole of the arena is in darkness and then um as you as you sort of go through the performance you're sort of scanning through it now can you see michael jackson is is uh, sort of high up on a platform and he's walking out onto the stage and then as you get into the performance it must have been let me have a look there we go about three and a half four minutes in you can see that there are sort of children in rags have a look at this so go four minutes in three minutes yeah. 50 in yeah. and you can see that there are sort of children and adults in rags people walking on stage oh my gosh touched all of these like uh religious figures approaching him and like blessing him <laughs> exactly and he's blessing them and looking like a sort of mariah uh, messiah almost a Mariah, a Messiah <laughs> character. And I think he's wearing white underneath. I don't know whether he changes into he the does. white. He does. Does he? Yeah. When do and we get I, mooned? <laughs> oh, I don't know. What, now, I'm going to try and look for that because I don't know whether they actually got the live footage. They might have cut it, cut away when he moved. So about six minutes 30 in, that's it. He starts to take off yeah. the dark clothing. And he's then in this sort of pure white, and he takes off the trousers, so he's in this white, almost he's religious literally Jesus glowing, type. literally <laughs> glowing. And then he holds out his arms like he's on the crucifix. And can you see all these children are now coming up and touching him? Oh my gosh! Do you think Megan took inspiration from that moment? This is definitely a uh, that was a tribute performance. We saw Megan when Megan was walking down the parading down the sidewalk. Tribute performance. And now some other people, underprivileged people, are coming and touching Michael Jackson during the. I think that was what Megan was going for when she was leading everyone um, on the Invictus Games, which was quite misjudged, I think, because these people are fabulous and amazing on their own and they don't need Megan to sort of lead them like some godlike character. You know, I now there's a rabbi going up and touching him and he's blessing him. He is blessing the rabbi. The rabbi isn't blessing Michael Jackson. (laughs) Michael Jackson is blessing the rabbi because that is the power of Michael Jackson. Oh my God. It's so cringe. I, you know, I saw all, you know, I did see the headlines about people cheering on Megan when she was at the Invictus Games. I would expect nothing less. This is her husband's project. You know, this is not, this isn't some huge cultural shift and everybody's decided that to no longer mock Harry and Megan because of one uh, successful execution at the Invictus Games. You know, at the Invictus Games are Harry's baby. Like you said, it's the most credible, uh, you know, 
project he's ever done. It's the most credit, credible project he currently has in his portfolio. You've got better up employees that are being terminated, complaining, saying, what does this guy do for his paycheck? Uh, the, the Invictus documentary didn't crack the top 10 on Netflix. So entertainment wise, analytically, that is not considered a success. His book was a, considered a success, although it threw him into chaos when it came to people feeling like they could take a swipe at him, which they, you know, that wasn't real permission that they felt like they had to make fun of the Royal Prince 10 years ago. So I just think that, yeah, it's okay that for them to have a win, it's a temporary win, but in, in the land of public opinion, I don't think that it won them any significant points. Well, and also as well, let's not forget the biggest sacrifice made for Invictus, which was, of course, Megan doing her own hair and makeup. And how how much we knew that that was happening. I mean, how do we even know she was doing her own hair and makeup unless her team? Um, And I wonder if this is where they can't do right for doing wrong, because I wonder if they wanted to preempt any of the criticism by saying, look, no, 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 no. She's doing her own hair and makeup. Look at how down to earth she is. Are you kidding? But she then, looked amazing. They weren't trying to preempt anything. She looked amazing during the Invictus game. She looked like she had a team of 40 people working on her. So do you think she did? She didn't do her own hair and makeup. No, I think she did do her own hair and makeup. And I think that she's bragging about it because she wants to look like a martyr when in reality, she should just shut up. No one cares who did your hair and makeup. You're not yeah, an influencer. But then wouldn't she open? Wouldn't she open herself up to criticism if she didn't preempt that? By people saying, oh, look how amazing she's look. she looks. She's clearly got a team of stylists there. Whereas, you know, this isn't about Megan. This is about the people who are supposed to be competing. I, mean, she I don't said- know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there that, that she would be criticized either way. I, I agree with you. I just think that putting it out there beforehand made it look even worse. And I saw somebody on Crazy Days and Nights, NT Lawyer's blog, say that who's predicted a lot of the stuff that's gone on with Harry and Meghan, he's predicted it months and years in advance. I think he predicted Megxit. Um, I saw him say that it's not, this is a non-starter. This is like a non-story, her not her doing her own hair and makeup, that she did her own hair and makeup before suits. Like every day she did her own, every event, she did her own hair and makeup before suits. How, how low was the budget on suits? Even I get my own hair and makeup. I, I said before suits. I said before suits. Oh, before, I think it meant before filming suits. I thought, I thought <laughs> my God, what do they, do she have to turn up and, you know, t- take a take a travel hairdryer with her before she goes on set? plays Rachel Zane but um yeah so I you know they were saying this is just such a silly non-story that 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 it that this was released because it's irrelevant you know um all right so we've done our remake is there anything else we need to, to 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 round up well what did you think of the king's trip to France I loved the glamour I loved the pomp but I saw a lot of criticism over that why they loved him they absolutely adored him. Well, Newsweek, Newsweek here did a story about how he goes and preaches about climate change and takes a you know a, a private jet in a blink and you'll miss it trip over to France. Like not the the visit, but the the flight was just so short and unnecessary. Uh, I mean, I do, I do, I do get some of that. I do get some of that criticism, um, in as much as. It, what 
what harm would it have be have done for them to have taken a carriage on the Eurostar? But then I wonder whether, from a security point of view, he is the king, she is the queen. If they're on the Eurostar and it gets out that they're on the Eurostar, that is a target. Whereas, I I don't know, maybe maybe I mean I because I, I'm very vociferous about criticizing people like that. Our own mayor here in London, Sadiq Khan who was, you know, closing every road and imposing taxes right, left and centre, flew to New York to talk about climate change and how to make us fly less, which I thought was ridiculous. Have you never heard of Zoom? But I wonder whether the king is of a status where it would just not be practical. Um, I think it would look great. And I think the optics aren't great when you talk about climate change, when you're popping on and off private jets. But I wonder the practicality of getting the Eurostar. I mean, how else would you get there? The I have my, yeah, which I've done, and it's a blast, by the way. My opinion. I would think of you champagne. <laughs> it's one of the places you could drink champagne without judgment at, you know, 8 a.m. Yeah. Uh, any, I... any travel-related scenario, you can drink heavily before dawn. It's so nice, right? It's so nice. Yeah, it is. It is. I think that that's absolutely fine. Airports and trains, you can drink with, to excess at any time of day. And it's I think to me, there the private jet idea is like Air Force One. To me, it's a security situation. While I, I, I just, I think, well, I think, yeah, you know what, the criticism's fair. I also don't think there's any other way, and I accept it. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Like, there's a lot of criticism sometimes about our prime minister getting a helicopter to various things. I think it would look good if he got the train now and then, but also he's prime minister. Like, does he really want to be fannying around with the train? And also, I just wonder if. If someone on the train knows that it's the prime minister that's on that train, then immediately you know that train, you know where that train's going to go. Is there a security concern? So I think that that's a bit of a low blow if you're going to have a go at them um, for getting on the plane. Also, they didn't end up all ruffled and everything. And, you know, they want to arrive refreshed. And they looked amazing. The and... Dior, the Hugh Grant. I was about all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, you know, Camilla looked good and she was, they were loved. They were adored by France. They really were. Yeah. Yeah, we like them. It was well, very, very uh, good. Congratulations to you, Christo. You've had amazing oh, yes. numbers on Talk TV recently. I love my Saturday spot. So just Sunday a, spot. Well, Saturday for you, it's Sunday for me. Yeah, it's actually Sunday morning. And you can, you can watch our videos on Sunday m- morning-ish for me but sunday probably afternoon in london yeah it's sad, but also nice you can saturday watch, night. they're in the show so every if you go to talk tv and their youtube channel every single show that i do on a sunday morning about half an hour in you're on if if they've not been put out as a standalone video you're on they and are talking about out. the big royal stories of the week like harry and megan needing to book a room in windsor castle six months in advance like the like it's the travel lodge yeah <laughs> like it's a it's a holiday inn just going to head over to Windsor for my little vacay. Going to make sure I get the buffet, all-you-can-eat breakfast. And do you think they, they, they have to rate their hosts? Oh, we we better it. hope not. A little bit racist, but generally lovely. <laughs> oh, God. So bad. So bad. What did I see somebody comment on the other day that they were uh, trying to correct loved the loved, loved the color of the, the, the duvet covers. Well, we're kidding. I'm talking about the color of my child. Shut up, Christo. That would be, you know, on there. Spare B&B, that's what I call it. 
Oh, amazing. Oh my gosh. How let's, we've got to find an investor. It can go next to the Prince yes, Harry pub at, at Windsor. That they, I can't believe the Prince Harry pub still exists. I'm surprised they didn't, they haven't renamed it yet, but I love that pub right there in Windsor. If Harry and Meghan did spare B and B, they could you they could they could actually do the Archie wipes and um, some of the other uh, sanitary products that we came up with as well. I couldn't think we should they? do spare B and B. That is a reality show waiting to happen. Paul Burrell could come do an episode <laughs> and teach us how uh, our etiquette teach us etiquette lessons. No, you, you put all of the spare royals, like the the second royals, third, fourth royals, in a house together. And that's the reality show. And you call it Spare B&B. That's, <laughs> that's I could not, I could not watch Prince Andrew fight with Prince Harry over toilet paper. Like, why is the to- Why did you put the toilet paper roll up, facing up? It faces down. Can you imagine? That was a terrible oh, actually, Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And also, you know, you'd have to have release forms signed, especially about the ages of some of the uh, participants. Oh, my gosh. He's kidding. He's kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. Well, catch us on Sunday on Talk TV and yes. be sure to do another round of Majesty coming up soon. Uh, we miss you guys. We're so happy to. Yes. Oh, email us. Email us. We yes. checked the email lately. Majesty at. Yeah, it was just a lot of people yelling at us for not podcasting. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to see you. It's Majesty, spelled like the podcast, majestypodcast at gmail.com. We will see you right back here soon. Sooner rather than later, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We'll do podcast. one again in the next couple of weeks. We'll do one yes. again in the next couple of weeks. And we if will. you subscribe to our podcast, you're sent a push notification whenever we go uh, with with new content. So make sure you do that. Yay. All right. Goodbye from London. Goodbye from L.A. <laughs> okay. That was beautiful, Christo.